What makes the Carnival Cruise fun? That's up to you. Maybe it's a ride on boat, a roller coaster at sea, or a deep tissue massage at the spa. Creole-inspired cuisine at Emerald's Bistro to laid-back bites at Guy's Burger Joint. Excursions that take you from jungle adventures to beach days at Mahogany Bay and sunsets from the top deck. Long story short, no one does fun like Carnival. Carnival, choose fun. Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama. Um, I, I would just tell him, you know, pick a place that, one, that you are open-minded to going to. You know, and that should be every place because you never know what you're going to experience and that might be the best trip of your life. Always be open-minded when you're traveling. Um, traveling doesn't have to cost a lot of money. If you plan ahead, you know, you'll, you'll be better off. Hey, welcome to Travel Tuesday Happy Hour, where we interview dope people doing dope things. My brother, my brother, can you tell us who you are and what you do? So, what's up, bro? Uh, my name is Tamir. I am an educator. I teach uh, first grade right now. Oh, and a traveler, man. too. Yeah, man. Okay, okay. Wow. So, first grade, how is this remote learning treating you? Um, It's really... If you're not comfortable using technology, this is not the time to learn it. Um, so because I'm well-versed in technology, I can use Zoom and all the other Google Classroom and things like that. It's pretty fine for me. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I'm working remote, but I know a lot of my um, colleagues are having issues with it. Um, there's, some, there's some ups and downs. The parents are Depending on their um, situation, a lot of the parents are just having their kids home and waking up whenever they want to. And we're on a schedule, so it can be hard for that time, but otherwise, it's fine. I, I don't know. Okay. Mind. So are, are you finding the kids are adapting to this new learning style, or are you finding, I mean, the challenges aren't necessarily the children, but I mean, how, let me, let me take it back. Let me take it back. How are the children adapting to this from your perspective? Um, because I had a lot of my kids last year, they know what type of teacher I am and what type of expectations that I have. Um, so they are fine. The newer ones, they're having a hard time adjusting because um, some of them might not have technology. Because I know that my, because I know my students last year and we went into COVID in, in March, I knew that they had the technology to perform whatever expectation I needed. It's the newer kids that are coming in that don't have the technology. Um, that's where the issue comes in. So because I'm trying to, you know, send text messages to parents to work because they can't get on Google Classroom, it can be very tedious. But my kids are they they're adjusting. It's um I try to keep the learning to like a two hour minimum on live because me personally and I know a lot of my kids they get restless. They can't be in front of a TV, uh, uh, computer screen for a long time. So um, the adjustment is there. It's actually, it's better than it was in March. Okay. So, so somewhat over the summer or over the break that they've had, they've got, they've gotten kind of adjusted, right? Right. Um, because in Mar March, we actually stopped going to school in person and did remote learning. So a lot of the adjustments were there. 
Um, so they were ready for the new school year because they opted into remote learning. Um, some of my kids are just remote. A lot of my colleagues have to go into work to do in-person. And so are you in a charter school, public school, private school? Public school. I'm in a public school okay. in, um, okay. in Queens. Okay. Okay. So what got you into traveling in the first place? Oh, man. Um, I would have to say it would be my mom. She always uh, traveled with my brother and I, took us places, um, made sure that we get the travel bug early so we can see um, the different world around us. You know, being from Harlem, a lot of things are not accessible to us. So when we get the travel bug and, you know, we want to escape some of the realities that we're going through. So early at an early age. Okay, that's that's good. So where are some places you've been as a child with like that your mom took you to? Oh man, I mean, where did we go? The first places we started going was local. Like we went to Atlantic City a lot, a lot of the time, you know, just chilling out on a boardwalk, you know, things like that. And then um we started doing different states. So I went to Indiana as a kid. I went to Florida, you know, Disney World and Disneyland. Um we stayed really on the East Coast. Uh, Indiana was really further out that we've been as a family. Okay, cool. And then when, at what age did you guys start like flying and like going over like bodies of water? Oh man, how old was I or my family or my mom? Well, I mean, just you. I mean, what was the earliest uh, you could remember getting on a plane and then going overseas? Really back in 08. Um, when I was able to purchase the tickets and flights and things like uh, and hotel rooms on my own. So really back in 08, my first trip was to DR. Me and a couple of friends, we went to Punta Cana and, uh, and Puerto Plata. So that really there was definitely the beginning of my traveling. Yeah, and you was all over the place at one point. You was like, I'm yeah, like, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how you teaching and you everywhere? But I try to at least go someplace twice a year out of the country, okay. at least twice a year. And and so, you know, this is not the tip section, but like, you know, so tell us about how being a teacher and being able to travel or figuring out your travel lifestyle, how does, how were you able to figure it out or make it work? Um, pretty much, pretty much looking at my schedule. Um, pub, being a public school teacher, we get off breaks. So we have a midwinter break, summer break, spring break. Um, so those are the times really I would travel and lo and behold, during our winter break, that's the off season to go international. So it's cheaper. You know, a lot of people like to go when it's tourist time, not me. I'd rather go in the off season when not a lot of people are there. And then I can really um, hang with the locals and I can really look at the country and be open minded and do things that I want to do and not be worried about there's a whole bunch of tourists other you know being from new york man all the tourists i don't really like all that i don't like a lot of people crowded places like that nah so i'd rather go off season yeah i don't blame you because that's kind of when i like to travel like i like to travel when the kids are in school no offense but the kids are in school i gotta worry about a bunch of kids running around the the the, uh if i do a cruise i don't want a bunch of kids running around Right, um, right, no, yeah. You know, if I'm out and about in a different country, I want to make sure that I can move around without having to, you know, curb my behavior sometimes. Exactly, um, but I understand. I'm coming to find out some parents are on the same flow, right? They'll just get the kids package for that week and just be like, you know what? 
we going. Uh, like yeah. it's cheaper for me to take these three kids mm-hmm. over, you know, a school a school session versus on break when everything goes crazy sky high because they know the kids are out of school. So the good so, thing about that is I don't go to places where it's a family thing. You know, I'm not going to Florida. <laughs> right. Break. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not going to um, the new one is Aruba. Aruba is a new family destination. I'm not going to Aruba on no, you know, during that time when I know my kids are out. Right, right, right. So what keeps you, what makes you want to like continue to travel? Like what drives you to travel still? Man, I just love experiencing different cultures, being being immersed, thoroughly immersed, if you will, in the cultures. Um and I love eating different types of food. You know, one thing about traveling to different um, countries, you have to be open-minded. And I'm willing to try all types of food. I'm willing to hang out with the locals, do what they do, you know, try to at least experience some of the things that they do on a daily basis as opposed to staying at a resort. You know what I mean? Or, st- or staying at a hotel so far removed from the real culture, not the culture you see on TV and things that the Dis- Discovery Channel want to show you. I want to see the real things. I want to see what TV is not showing you because that's where the real culture is. And low, and, low, and low key, that's where the good food is too. That's real. That's real. Like um, I was just telling one of my guests, like even going down to Miami, because, you know, that would be the, the spring break capital, right? Um, there's a couple spots off the beaten path. You can get some good Dominican food, yeah, man. some good Cuban food. You just go away from the pack. Like it's kind of like a pack mentality going to all those fancy restaurants, but you find yourself a nice hole in the wall. You stay committed to that all break. Bro, that's what a good food is, man. You know, a lot of, and that's that's another thing. A lot of people who travel don't want to go. They want to just go to fancy places and things like that. That's cool. You know, I'm for one, like I like to look on the gram and see where everybody else is eating. But then I also like to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Or, Or I'll try it one day. And be like, all right, that's cool, but let me go to the off being path and see where all the locals are going. And like I said, lo and behold, that the food be bomb, man. Like it's yeah, the, the whole experience that they and they welcome you with open arms, the places that I've been. That's what's up. That's what's up. So like so far, right? Um, where it's been like, let's say, do you have like a top five places you've been? Oh uh, man, top five. Let me see. Um I mean, in no particular order. So, like okay. five, five trips that you've been on that kind of like stand out to you. All right, uh, definitely Brazil, um, Thailand. Oh uh, man, I love Paris. I'm a sucker for Paris. Um, where else did I been? Been to Rome. Um, man. I've been to so many places. It's hard to really narrow it down. And it, uh, Spain, Spain is dope. Been to Spain, um, Barcelona actually. Uh, let's see where else. Man, I don't know. I've been to so many places. I can't really pinpoint. You know. Um, oh man, Costa Rica is good too. Costa Rica is real dope. Um, yeah, definitely make make it out there. So, yeah, like, man. have you have you been able to at least tally how many countries you've been to so far? No, I haven't. And I see, uh, I saw an ad or something where there's a scratch off every place yeah. that you've been to. Thinking about getting that, man. Like, I, I really want to hit up every continent. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been to the continent yet. That's definitely net. I was supposed to be doing that this year, but you know, COVID happened. 
Um, right, right. And I, those are only two I really need. I need Africa and uh, Antarctica. Everything else nice. I've been to. And nice. to get, nice. yeah, man, and to get to Antarctica, you got to go to the tip of, I think it's the tip of Africa and take a boat. Well, you can do that. You can do that way, or you can do, um, I believe, the tip of Argentina or Chile. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, and then you, you go. go from there. Um, because of one of my um, one of my friends did it from South America. Um, but yeah, that's that's super dope. So like, with everything going on here, right? With the civil unrest, with you know, um, more and more um, of us, not us as black men, not feeling like safe. When you travel, do you feel safe or do you feel the same as you do when you're here? Um, overall, I feel safe. I've had at least one semi-scary um, situation. Is I was with a group of my friends. I think we were in DR. And little kids kept following us. And you know when little kids kept, keep following you, asking for money, there's an adult right behind them. You know what I'm saying? So... That was because then they'll start pressing you and then the adult come out of out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? So that was the most scariest that uh as far as me being more aware of my situation. But now nah, when I travel, I feel safe. I mean, I'm I don't go looking for trouble, you know what I'm saying? And and because a lot of people um travel alone, they feel scared that they can't travel because something's gonna happen to you. I mean, and you also mentioned earlier um, the fact that you go where the people are and the people are a lot more accepting of you because you are coming to them, right? Exactly. Um, do you think that plays a factor in it as well? No, I do. I do because I'm not asking for crazy things, quote unquote, crazy things. You know what I'm saying? Like I, mm -hmm. I'm going there humble, you know, all right. And especially if I'm, um, what is it, my taxi? I'll start mm -hmm. asking them, hey, where are some places that you go? Where places shouldn't I go? Mm -hmm. um, they have a wealth of information and they love meeting people. I've, in my experiences, so those are the people that I hit up for, for the most information. Got it, got it. Okay, so where were you when COVID hit? Man, I was in my classroom. Um, well, I'll say this, I was in my, I was working when COVID hit. But when they shut down the schools officially, I was in my classroom and the principal comes in and says, hey, we're about to shut down, you know, so grab everything you need because we're not coming back to the building. <laughs> so within three days, we had to get uh, acclimated with Google Classroom and being online teaching. So that was definitely a, a, an experience for me because I'm like, what's happening? You know, I'm not really paying attention. I'm like, well, I got to grab everything. I don't even know what I'm going to need. So it was a lot right. of thinking on the spot as to making sure my kids still get that quality education and thinking like, damn, I don't even want people talking to me. Let me keep, cause I kept my door closed, bro. Like mm -hmm. I don't you want something to say to me, slide it underneath, write it on the note, <laughs> slide it underneath my door. <laughs> I don't want no problems. You know what I'm saying? Because us being, you know, black men and black people in general, we're, more susceptible to COVID because underlying diseases. So I didn't want no smoke. You know what I'm saying? My family has a history of diabetes, hypertension. And I'm like, I don't want any of that smoke. So please stay away from me. Need me. Slide something underneath my door and I'll get back to you. But I don't want to come in no close contact with anybody. 
So as a teacher, you know, you had that from March till about June of trying to figure things out to kind of adjust your kids. And I mean, these are, you said first grade, right? So um, so back then, so last year when it, when it started, I was in kindergarten. I was okay. Okay. Oh man. So how, how was that adjustment? Cause I mean, talk about a change span needing to make sure you keep them on course. Yeah. Um, and, and there's a lot of, I don't want to say handholding, but rearing in the classroom at that age. Right. Yeah. And so how were you able to maneuver that if, if at all? Um, so I, you know, I'm very, in my classroom, I have a, you know, great classroom management and I have a great repertoire with the parents. So in my class, everything is structured already. So making that transition to Google Classroom, my kids already knew the expectations, you know, and back then I wasn't doing, we weren't um, doing live sessions. So I would just record videos for my kids and then they would have to send me videos responding to whatever task that I have them doing. That way I can keep track on them to make sure that they're socially well and that they're okay because it's a difference between actually teaching and seeing your kids. I would rather see my kids to make sure that they're okay. Not, you know, I don't know what's going on in that household. So I need to place eyes on my kids to make sure that they're all right in whatever situation they're going in. And and, and during COVID, a lot of my kids needed to talk about what's happening. So I make sure I allocate time to them. Even at a young age, you know, a lot of my kids lost parents and was having a hard time dealing with that at five yeah. or six years old. Yeah. That's deep. That's deep. And and so during this time, and I mean, if it's too personal, you can tell me it's too personal. Like, you know, teachers, social workers, doctors, nurses, all of these frontline workers, um, you guys kind of bear the brunt of trying to keep things going while the rest of the world stops. Like, you know, were you were you finding that support during this time? Um, from the school aspect, they send a lot of support out. So if you need to talk, you know, there's a hotline for that, or there's an app that they told us to download and it's free for teachers for meditation if you needed that. Um, so they, there was a lot of support from administration and from the Department of Education to keeping teachers sane, so to speak, in the, in, in the crisis that we were in. Okay. So, you know, okay. I, and, and especially during that time, meditation helps mm-hmm. because during the beginning of it, nobody knows, you know, we still don't know how, you know, this is going to impact us because it never hit. It always hits home when it's get closest to you. So because right. a lot of the things that I was seeing at the time, I was like, oh, you know, it's not that bad or, you know, is it, let me just be safe in my own space. Let me do what I have to do. But until it hits home, you know, that's when you're like, all right, let me figure out a real plan because I'm not trying to get caught out there and have to worry about my family making plans for me, you know? Right, right. And so did you have any plans? Um, I mean, prior to realizing things were going to shut down, did you have like spring break plans, you know, summer plans? Yeah, man. You know, I, I like I said, I tried to at least leave the country two times a year. I wanted to go to the continent um this year but unfortunately you know it didn't happen my boy is from ghana so he was like yo come down with me you know i'll take you around you know we'll hang out 
you know, his pops is down there. So we was going to have a good time, man. But COVID hit, so that canceled everything. And um, also, I was going to go to um, either Fiji or Bali. But, you know, that shut down. Um, so, yeah, man, shut down a lot of my plans. I even, you know, I try to do local things, um, driving. But as far as the plane and nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's what I ended up doing. Um, I just started, be, like, honestly, bro, I became a tourist in New York all over again, man. <laughs> like, I, I got a bike and I literally rode around New York. So, like, I mean, uh, like a 20-mile ride around the city, took the west side down, just, like, paying attention to the scenery um, and just, like, really enjoying it because, like, we take it for we take New York for granted. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. To the point where it's like, yo, we got the Hudson, we got the East River, we got Brook, we got like I've never been to Dumbo. Like no? I went to Dumbo a couple weeks ago, and I mean, I've driven through it, not realized because like the you know the BQE drives through Dumbo. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I didn't know what Dumbo was. I just see these buildings along the along the shore or like the water, and I was like, all right, bet, but. I really went down and experienced Dumbo. Like, um, you know, actually I did go once. I took my dad down there, um, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what the, the town was. I just yeah. knew it was the part of Brooklyn that you can oversee New York City. And I was like, yo, let's go over here. And to come find out, I was like, yo, we, we actually were in Dumbo once. Um, uh, rode over from Harlem to Randall's Island. Yeah, um, that's a dope ride. Rode from Harlem to Brooklyn. Um, rode all around Harlem. Um, took our bikes to Maine, did our own little um, lighthouse tour on bikes. That's so it, it was it was really kind of cool to see. Um, I, I really started getting excited about what we have here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, things and places we take for granted during these times are things that you were. You know what? Let's let's go take a road trip. You know what I mean? So so that's definitely like I I, I feel you get in a car drive and it's honestly the safest ride you know what you can't get in contact with you know what exactly. you're moving around in you ain't got to worry too much so how are you adjusting to the new normal um i think i'm adjusting well bro i mean it took a lot to get used to the routine you know what i'm saying come in the house take your clothes off spray your clothes make sure you're not touching nothing go wash your hands then spray everything down that you brought in the house, make sure your shoes is at the door. It's a lot. It's like, it's a whole new routine you got to get used to. But I'm used to it now. And I, and I think I've adjusted well. I mean, there's still some things that I forget. You know, I'll run out the house like, damn, I forgot my mask. Let me go mm-hmm. back and go get that. I need that. Um, keeping spares in the car, keeping hand sanitizer in the car. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. But I'd rather be ready than not ready. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's better right. to be overdressed than to come to a party and realize that you're the, the underdressed person there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely understand. And I mean, the thing is, it makes and this is going to be really this is going to sound really bad, especially coming from the breast. It makes choosing your friends wisely. Right. Bro, listen, man. sometimes <laughs> you can be too out, dog. Sometimes you know what you can I mean? Be too out, bro. You know, because the thing is, it's like, you know, I move around. Um, but I move around a particular way because I care for my dad. Yeah, and definitely. so everything that I do, I'm, I always have in the mindset what would happen, right? 
And so um, I make sure the people I'm around are as safe and cautious as I am and kind of move around slowly. You know what I mean? Um, I, I go somewhere and it looks sketchy. I'm out there, you know, like, um, but then you still have people out here still trying to be mixy, still trying to be in the mix of things and, you know, quote unquote, outsides open. Um, I mean, if they look at these new cases popping up, you know, thank God they're not in the New York. Yeah, Yeah. thank God they're not heavily in the New York, New Jersey area. But it's like, yo, it's here. I mean, it's not coming. It's here. You know what I mean? And, you know, I think the the metropolitan officials that took it serious really put a put put their hammer down. Like, look, Mm -hmm. you know, if y'all got to move around, let's do some masks, you know, Um, and I think that's that's the most important part is being compliant with what's necessary to kind of stay safe and keep the numbers down is, is everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. But a lot of people get caught up in, you can't tell me what to do. It's my body. I can do what I want to do, but not knowing and not caring that what they're doing is affecting other people. It's like secondhand smoke. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to smoke this cigarette for me. I know it's detrimental to my health, but I'm going to still get busy and smoke it. And I don't care. Nah, man, right. you got a little kid right here. You need to care. You know what I'm saying? Like if you, if, if you are going out and being next to other people, at least protect, you got to protect. If you don't want to protect yourself, protect the other person. You know what I'm saying? It's not fair. That's selfish. It's that selfish for me not to wear a mask and I'm knowing I'm going someplace. You know what I'm saying? Like you, I, I'm with my moms too. You know what I'm saying? Like I go visit her and I make sure that if I'm going over there, I got to have a mask on, gloves on, because I don't want her to catch anything. You know what I'm saying? So even in, and I know I'm not doing anything, you know, so Mm -hmm. every time I leave my crib and I'm going to see her, make sure I got the mask on, make sure I got the gloves, hand sanitizer. You know what I'm saying? She said to me the other day, she said, you know, I wish you would just hug me more and kiss me more. I'm like, ma, you know, I really can't do that right now because of the outside, you know, mm. and I'll give her a kiss on the forehead. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's oh, little yeah. things like that, bro. Like it's hard. You know I'm like? Yo. I miss ho- holding my moms. You know what I'm saying? I can't do it now. Cause you know, things out here, she get on your and, clothes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, for, and that's real. Cause like my mom give me the ill stiff arm. Like I ain't gonna <laughs> lie to you. I'm like, I'm like, nah, she's like, Arr! <laughs> nah, six feet apart, bro. Six feet apart. Right, right, um, right. And so, and I mean, and the thing is, you know, these are necessary measures to make sure that our loved ones are still around. Exactly. And it is definitely difficult adjusting. You know, we, you can't, I mean, by nature, we are explorers. You know what I mean? And for us to sit still sometimes can be a little um, daunting and, and uncomfortable. You know what I was bro? If, if, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 go ahead. I was saying that, you know, people get cabin fever, but a lot of people do it because somebody told them they can't. You know what I'm saying? You can't go eat in. You got to dine outside. Now I want to do that. Then they go inside and start causing trouble. You got to wear a mask. I don't want to do that. Then they get into a fight with a lady at the grocery store because they don't got a mask on. You know what I'm saying? A lot. That sounds like some some Harlem and Queens stuff right there. <laughs> oh, not yo. No, I'm just I'm just messing with you. I'm yo, just messing bro, with it's you. Real. It's real. Cause I'm like, yo, like, I understand that you don't feel like you have to, but if you're coming around other people, you gotta be be proactive, man. Like wear the mask and then take it off when you leave around other people. That's cool. 
Right, right, right. So I want to want to move things to a much lighter note, right? Um, we hope 2021 brings us better everything than 2020 has. Um, when outside opens up, like what are some things you should tell people to be mindful of? Um, some tips um, to get to, to traveling? Because, you know, our tips to traveling before, uh, not slightly, is, is a lot mm-hmm. adjusted from what it is today. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And not just tips on traveling, but just getting started, you know, because I think a lot of people think traveling requires you to get on a plane. And you mentioned earlier that your mom introduced you to travel and just go in the AC. You know, yeah. I mean, my mom used to take us, take us to Lake George, upstate New York, and we get on boats and, and do all types of water sports. You know what I mean? Exactly. So what, what are some things that you would you would tell a person that's just trying to get started? Um, I, I, I would just tell them, you know, pick a place that one that you are open minded to go into, you know, and that should be every place because you never know what you're going to experience. And that might be the best trip of your life. Always be open-minded when you're traveling. Um, traveling doesn't have to cost a lot of money. If you plan ahead, you know, you'll, you'll be better off. Catch the deals, you know, sign up to newsletters, Google uh, cheap flights. A lot, of, a lot of things will come up, you know, just being, and I know everybody's schedule is different, but at least if you know ahead of time, you can plan for it. You know, a lot of us get caught up in saying, you know, oh, I can't afford going here. This place is expensive. Plan for it. That might mean that you can't be popping bottles every weekend. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? Can you, re- you, can be- you repeat that? Can you repeat like, that for me, please? Man, it's like you can't be popping bottles every weekend. Can't be going out to the club. Got to save that money. You spent two, three hundred dollars on the club. That's your flight ticket right there. You know what I'm saying? That's your flight ticket right there. Um, if you don't have a passport, invest in one, not buy it invest in it. It is the best investment that you're ever going to make. Ever going to make. Um, what else? Be willing to try different food. You know, a, a lot of what you grow up on is not, is not the end all and be all. You know, a lot, you're missing out on a lot of good traditional and cultural food. You know, I love trying different things, man. When I went to Thailand, I had all types of stuff, bro. Like all types of uh, things that you don't get back in the States. And I'm looking at it like, man, I don't know if I want to, if I want to try this thing on this stick, but I'm only here for a couple more days. So if it don't kill me, let me go ahead and try and be out. Let me try it. And lo and behold, you know what I'm saying? Lo and behold, like some of them I don't like, that's cool, but I can always say, yo, I tried that. Or, you know, if I'm, if I'm going out to a restaurant that I've been to, you know, the place, like I'm going to an Italian restaurant, you know what I'm saying? I can say that I had this in Italy because I've went to the spot, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of things don't taste the same when you come to the States. They have fresher ingredients over there. So, so you eat something and you think you're going to get it back in the States. It's not going to be the same thing. You know, just keep an open mind with food, keep an open mind to not everybody's culture is the same. Don't disrespect anybody's culture. Because at the end of the day, you wouldn't any, want anybody to disrespect you when they come to your country, you know? Right, right. That's that's real. That's real. Um, I was going to ask you about bucket list, but we kind of mentioned it earlier. Like, you want to go to Africa and you want to go to Antarctica. Yeah. Um, um, Africa, like, what would be, like, 
Ghana was dope. I I think I, I, I would go back to Ghana as often as I can. Um, but you know, once I get like, so I'm on a mission to go to 40 countries in the next two years. That's out. And so um, I'm I, I turned 40 in two years, and okay. I'm just trying to see as much of the world as possible. So like, I double up on each trip. So like, I'm, if I'm going to Costa Rica, might as well check out Panama. Might as well check out Nicaragua. Um, you know, if I'm going to Africa, I'm going to try to double up. So, for example, uh, planning on Tanzania, uh, going to um, Nairobi, and pre- probably somewhere else. So, like, um, what are – do you have a bucket list of places you want to go? Like, I know you said Antarctica and Africa, but, like, were there specific places you were like, yo, I got to go here? Um, I like to follow and do a lot of historical things. Like when I go, like I've been to Thailand. First thing I went to was the ruins. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll get, I'm, I'll get on a tour bus and just listen to all of the history and all the enrichment that they have to offer from that country. Uh, let's see. A bucket list. No, I don't really have uh, a country that I want to say that I, I need to go to. You know, I usually, and I'm not going to hold you, I'll usually just spin a globe wherever <laughs> it stops. All right, cool. That's I never been there. Yeah, that's where I'm going to go. You know what I'm saying? If, a plane, awesome. if I can get on a plane to get there, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll do that. You know, so, and I've also, I've been to um, Maldives when you got to take a plane and get on another plane. Like, that was. Uh, how, was how was that? How was that? Oh, that journey was so dope. Oh really? I gotta yeah. see. I gotta yeah. add that to. I gotta add that to the list because I mean, you see it, and because here's the thing for me, right? It's like um, certain places I'm holding off on going to because, like, mm-hmm. what they show you isn't necessarily what you experience. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yep. Definitely and so for me, um, like perfect example, like going to Europe. You know, there's this misconception that Europe's clean everywhere. And, you know, I, you know, I was on a budget trip, so I seen the nitty gritty, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And so it's like, I'd be mad. I go to Maldives and then like, you know, it's not what it looked like on a picture. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) So I'll tell you this is definitely there are different islands in the Maldives, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely what you see in the picture. So like those over over water uh, villas. Right, right, right. That's definitely what the joint is when you get there, bro. It's okay, okay. So now you got me. You got me. Look, I might have to. I might have to set up some romantic trips out that way and oh, make it work. It's definitely worth it. It's man. a. Like, it's a vibe. Yeah, it definitely is, bro. It definitely is. Okay, okay. So tell people where they can find you. Um, do you have any um, programs or service programs that you want people to know about? Um, um, this is your well, opportunity to, you know. Sell whatever you got going on. All right. Well, um, my Instagram handle is Silk City Q, root to the bros. Um, I am a business owner, e3enrichmentservices.org. My business, we t- cater to the youth. So for tutoring, um, ABA specialization, helping parents figure out the public school system. Um, what else? Testing. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. If you are having doubts about the development of your child, as far as the milestones that they need to make, we do that as well. You know, we we do testing as well. Uh, and that's about it, man. So you can hit up my business page, E3 Enrichment Services on IG. And my personal IG is Silk City Q. That's amazing. That's that's super dope. And like I said, um, at the beginning, um, before jumping on, um, I really appreciate you supporting my platform, um, taking the time out to talk about. Because the thing is, for me, it's it's all about getting these stories about these trips, you know, and why people travel. Because the thing is, you know, we are all. Um, we all come from different places, have different experiences, but um, there's this there's this level of joy when you start seeing people talk about stories of traveling. You know what I mean? Yep, exactly. And in a time where we can't travel, I mean, and we can only tell stories because think about it. You know, you're going to tell these stories to your kids, to your kids, kids. And it's just going to be something that can be like, you know, you pass down that excitement for travel. So I really appreciate you sharing your story um, and just being just you and being able to have this conversation with me. I I appreciate you, you know, inviting me and telling me about it, bro. Like I said, man, I I support anything, you know, my people got going on because if I don't big them up, you know what I'm saying? And show them that support. Who's going to do it? You know what I'm saying? Like you, my man, you know, we go way back, bro. Like Like I said, I haven't seen you in a minute. We haven't been out road tripping in a minute, but you never forget your friends. And if they ask you for a favor, you got to set them up. Big facts, big facts. What makes the Carnival Cruise fun? A picture-perfect beach day in Cozumel or a tropical adventure to Mayan ruins with snorkel excursion for good measure. A delectable surf and turf at sea topped off with craft cocktails at Alchemy Bar. Now, get some Z's. You never know what tomorrow will bring. Why? Because no one does fun like Carnival. Carnival. Choose fun. Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama.